0: Welcome to the Ignition podcast, which takes your love for cars and shows you the possibilities. I could have been getting better advice leaving school, but after deciding to get some advice from people in the industry I love, I started this podcast to tell the stories of CEOs, engineers, mechanics, and influencers to show you what's possible. If you ever wonder what it's like working in and around your passion, well, let my guests be the guide to that very wonder. And today's episode is the sixth and final episode of what has been a real privilege to record. B-Road Hunting Club are a team of car enthusiasts run by Ed Little and Roger Gray. Based in Ashford, this six-part series runs from our first meeting to, to where they are now. And that's building a dream. Their own car, pub and restaurant. So if you're listening to this for the first time, go back to our first episode. And you'll find out what really makes this place so special but if you've been following along then thank you for taking the time to hear the story and I hope you've learnt as much as I have but there's a little twist to this one and so just wait to find out what so if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now each month the podcast has a sponsor that I love and I believe helps the car community and this month's sponsor does precisely that I've been a big fan of Huel for quite some time now especially when it comes to working out and I've got some exciting news to share with all of you I recently discovered Huel's ready to drink milk and it's a total game changer. Not only is it delicious, but I'm a big fan of the chocolate flavor, and I'm a bigger fan of the 26 essential vitamins and minerals you need to go about your day. And let me tell you, it came in super handy during a recent 24 hour trip to a certain German racing track. Instead of eating unhealthy petrol station food, Huel kept me energized and focused on and off track. So if you are on the hunt for a quick and easy meal option, go to Huel.com forward slash ignition, to receive your free t-shirt and shaker, and support the podcast. Now, back to the episode.
1: Ed, Rog, welcome to the podcast. How are we? Very well, thank you. Good morning. Good, thank you. I going to do something completely different. If you can remain flexible and you have a vision, you know, that is your end goal, right? Be very agile in your approach, to it because you're not going to succeed. Before. But there's something exciting about this, right? You know, what's that old saying, do something every day that scares you? I guess this is the easiest way, right? The BMWs, the Jap scene, the VW scene, motorbikes, you know, it doesn't matter. There is there is a, a kindred spirit in whatever car scene or whatever car you drive or like. There is a kindred spirit. We all understand it. The advice
0: that you'd give your younger self, Ed at 18, what was what was Ed thinking and what would you tell him? <laughs> do you
1: know what? it's? Um, quite an it is a very interesting question i've heard you ask a few people and i like i guess you get a very similar response it's like you sort of you know you you put on the spot um i think it's it's a question with such i guess gravitas to it um if people are listening that it deserves the right the right answer now I don't know what Ed at eighteen was thinking. I'm not really sure. I know what Ed at forty nine is thinking. Um, but what I would say is, I'd like to think that the Ed of eighteen is no different to the Ed at forty nine, and you know, was driven, wanted to, you know, um, do 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 things do things right, be treated in the the right way, you know. Um, be true to yourself you know treat people it's like a mirror image right so how you want to be treated is how you should treat other people um, and genuinely I don't think like, that I, I 100% haven't changed I haven't changed in any of the jobs any of the careers and bits and pieces I've done have always been the same is I'm honest I'm open I am who I am you either like me or you don't like me but I'm not afraid to take a chance either Um and I'd say, you know, if you don't take a chance, you'll never know, and we've, we've covered this in the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I just don't think 18-year-old Ed is any different to 49-year-old Ed. Well, I'm still taking chances, I'm still doing crazy stuff. You know, I'm still that big kid that's never grown up, hence, you know, why I'm doing the, you know this bigger bigger picture stuff right it's like um you I mean again I don't I don't how much can we talk outside of b road because there's loads of other stuff going on as you know right um and that's never going to change right that's not that's who I that's that's me that's who I am um, but yeah I'd say to anyone now at 18 believe in yourself don't let other people tell you you can't do it that will net. If you believe that, you'll never, do right, it. It. It's you great never believe it. Self-belief is key.
0: Then
1: I mean, you'll make mistakes and you'll get it wrong, but that's fine. That's part and parcel of growing up. And as long as you learn from those mistakes, you don't keep making the same mistakes, then you're learning, right? That's that's the point. That's, And you only get one chance, one shot at this. You are never going to get a rerun. So, There's an interesting
0: piece of advice, which is... If I was to give you ten million pounds, or to wake up tomorrow, morning, like what would you pick? Like you can have ten million pounds now, and you—that's it. You, your life ends the moment you hit the pillow, yeah. or you can wake up tomorrow with no money, and it's like the whole thing that most people go. Actually, know, I'd wake up tomorrow, and it's like worth well, waking up
1: tomorrow is worth more than ten million pounds. I don't like it. No, absolutely, and there's that other one, and I, you know, I've read it. I read it in a book, and I've lit, there's a few people now, you know, um, on different podcasts or. Um, if you had £84,600 every day and it replenished every day at midnight, you'd spend it. Well, it's the same with time. You've got 80, 84,600 seconds. That's what a day is. Don't waste it. Do what you need. Do what you want to do with it.
0: Yeah. And so when it comes to, I know we've, to- we've almost beat this to death, but the whole point of this is, is to show the, the different aspects of building a dream and to incorporate the, the conversation we've had. And the topics we've covered and it's almost just like now you're here it's happened you've had a couple weeks of trading
1: yeah i would guess we're into our second week of trading so um yeah do you know what and it's it's going well i'm not going to lie it's all you know all perfect and you know because it certainly isn't but that's that's the difficulty if it was easy everyone would do it and we've had this conversation through this whole series um it isn't easy it 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 is hard work, it does take hard work. Me and Roger have done 90 plus hours this week Mm. each. You know, um, some of the staff have certainly, you know, some of the the management staff have done equally as many hours. You know, they've bought into the whole process and what we're building and what it's all about. So we need to, that needs to continue, right? It needs to carry on. Um, But there are, like, we're just open so there are things that we need to do there are changes that we need to make we need to keep going on yeah um so yeah it's not it's not done by any stretch it's not finished um i'd say you know when we spoke about it last time i said we were 95 percent you know finished and we had a week before we opened or three or four days before we opened i'd say we're further backwards than we are even though we're open if that makes sense because some of the problems and issues that we didn't know about when we thought oh we'll, we'll open and it'll be fine yeah. there are now and it's not it's not in the deck or it's not in it's you know it's the silly stuff staffing yeah. making sure we've got the right beers like a couple of the beer pumps have been you know it's they're just temperamental so all of that needs to be fixed so you can't and if we'd have waited until everything was perfect we'd still be closed mm. we wouldn't have opened so i think it was the right decision to open when we opened, but we, as I've said, it's a very honest account. This is what building a dream is all about. It's a very honest account of what actually, you've got to take a chance at some point. You know, it could have all gone wrong last week.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything
1: could have broke, no staff turned up, etc., etc. but the beauty of B Road and the people within it, and the people that love coming here, they all got involved you got on the barista coffee bar when we needed somebody to jump in and do coffee other people got involved in helping serve tables helping you know clear rubbish away etc etc because everybody is bought into this and i sort of a couple of days before or the night before we opened i made the point that we didn't build this isn't for us like building a dream was never about building it for roger and i yes it's our Vision, it's what we want to do, but it's for the wider audience, right? Mm. It's before B-Road, it's for the village, it's for the community, it's not, that's what it's about, like, um, it's bigger picture stuff, We can't, it, and it's so difficult to try and get that, sometimes get that message across that it's, yes we built it, it's for B-Road, it's for petrol heads. it's yeah. for the village, it's for Foodies, it's for the community, that's what it's here for. I mean that's just a
0: that's a that's a restaurant that's a pub in, in total it's a food is a very communal thing food is thing people bond over and we've talked about this before yeah. it's I think it's interesting to see that I mean like I've spoken to I'm trying to not make this podcast just business owners but I have spoken to quite a few CEOs and MDs and, yeah, yeah. and they will go if you're it for the money get out of it because you're not gonna you're not gonna make it past the first week the first month because you're gonna be so focused on those bottom line that
1: if yeah, you're not making I mean, money you will lose interest. I'd say you're absolutely right and money is important because without it we can't continue to do what we do right and there is a there's a but I'm not I'm doing 90 hours I ain't getting paid for 90 hours a week because the business couldn't survive however I knew that I went in with it with open eyes knowing that that was gonna be the case it was never gonna be Oh, well, I'll do 35 hours a week and I'll be able to sit down and drink beer and chill and talk to all the b raiders. That ain't going to happen. But no. like, It was never going to happen. But I'm I'm okay with that because I know at some point when we have got to the where it is being managed and managed by other people that Roger and I will have the ability to, you know, take days off and come and enjoy what we built. But at the moment, we're still building it. And that's... Yeah, I know this podcast was six six episodes. Mate, I've got a feeling that we'll still be building this in a year if you came back to say, "How yeah. you hey, getting on?" I mean, as silly as it sounds, I'm gonna over- I'm gonna spend more time with you outside of this doing other yeah. bits and pieces that we're doing. But um, yeah, mate, it's just a it's a crazy. I don't know. It's a crazy. It's a crazy thing. It's a crazy. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. We're. Uh, can't keep nailing the coffin, coffin nailing <laughs> really, the coffin. it's not finished but it's an ongoing and
0: so looking back at now you've got here the 95% is now let's say less let's say it's 80% whatever it is 50% 50%, <laughs> 50% <laughs> higher. well you've got a building that's half of the half the effort and I'm just thinking in the paper, people listening that are going to now start something now you've given lots of great advice through these about starting something but Obviously you've mentioned the hard work, the 90 hours of going into it. And I'm interested if you were to tell Ed, I mean going back to the 18 year old thing, but going back to, if you were to tell Ed day one that was about to start this, what was about to happen? I mean, Would you change anything?
1: No, no I wouldn't. And, but I'm very much like that and I know we've discussed it before, right? You can't, I can't worry about problems that I can't foresee, right? So you can come up with a, right, I'm going to do this, right? There are two types of people. Somebody that will say, well, I'm going to do this and let's go and do it. And the focus is getting it yeah. done. There'll be the other person that will analyse it and go, well, I'm going to do this. But before I do this, I need to worry about all of this. But there's no right or wrong way of doing it. Potentially, you'll both get there at the same time. I'd say that potentially the person that says, I'm going to do this, regardless, will have more fun doing it than the person that analyses doing it You'll get to the same point, but isn't part of the fun not knowing? Is that, you know? That would terrify me, personally. I'm,
0: like, outside of this, I'm someone that likes to plan. I'm someone yeah, exactly. that likes to think. Yeah, and through. don't get me wrong, and I
1: like to plan, but yeah. you also, 18-year-old Ed, has always been the gung-ho, well, I'm going to do this, right? And that creates a yeah. certain level of self-confidence in your ability to get things done. Mm. So I can get things done... Because I'm determined that I'm going to do it. And the other piece, piece, I guess, and that's never changed from 18-year-old Ed, or even probably younger than that, is when I'm told I can't do something, that spurns me on more to prove that I can. That's... So, yeah, I don't think I'd have changed anything, really, in the way we've gone about doing this yes there's an argument we could have had a better plan but and we might have opened earlier but would we because some of the problems that we've have come up against here have been unforeseen problems we didn't know about so for all the planning in the world we'd have still had the same problem so that's my point you if you you either don't you either plan but it's that's the problem some people then that plan when there is a problem they're stopped yeah they they don't know how yeah, to then move past that without that, them starting um, the plan again people that don't plan know, um, oh okay that's um, a problem right Yeah, can okay we'll carry on we'll do this because yeah. it's about a bit more out the box I would say out the box thinking creative so people I would say yeah. don't plan it's in, in mean, no, no, it's no, very no, generalization but I'd say in some respects creative people don't plan they just go Um. Maybe non-creative people, people that want to understand the and really want to understand and get into the minutia of what they're trying to do, or plan. I mean,
0: I mean, for me, like creativity is intelligence, having fun. I mean, I'm not. I've only got what four or five years of work experience. Like I, I'm very new to the world of work. My career is very young, and I'm aware of that, and it's trying to manage my patience when it comes to getting things done and knowing that yes I've done this podcast for a year but and the numbers aren't where I thought they'd be but it's not I'm not, I, I'm not in the industry I don't do this outside of the podcast I go to car meets, I go to track meets I do that sort of stuff but I have no no, no footing in the industry no,
1: Absolutely but the difference is you're doing it right yeah. your numbers wouldn't be anywhere where they yeah. if you weren't doing it and that's the thing right, you've got to do it but that's the you're much closer to 18 now than I am in that sense so when, I, when you're 49 and I get to ask you the question what would 18 year old Harry tell 49 year old Harry yeah. but at the moment you're still working through what 18 year old Harry is doing like you said you're in a very early stages of your career but what you're doing is right you're getting out and doing what you need to do but you're working at it you're doing your 90 hours you're then taking on other jobs etc etc you're you're living and you shouldn't you shouldn't beat yourself up with the fact that you are living What you, you're doing what you want to do right it ain't easy it's not necessarily easy it's not necessarily hard the difference is sitting in your bedroom thinking oh well if I did this this would happen you're not that, you're doing it so you have to keep doing it it will pay off. You know, this hasn't happened overnight. No, it's been what, six, six, seven years? Five years in July. Um, Now we've been very lucky with, um, you know, Mark McAllister who loved the idea and the concept and wanted to get involved. So we've been very lucky, but that luck wouldn't have happened if we'd have stayed at the shed. Like this is the thing and you're in a similar position. There'll be somebody that will go, that's who we need. You call it luck, but I, I, I mean, for me, I'm,
0: that's just my opinion, I'm not, luck is, I think a, what people look at, people look at people and think, oh, that's a lucky person, but in reality, that's someone that's... It's, a chance. it's a chance, and yeah. if you don't, exactly, but you've got to put yourself out there for
1: somebody to take a chance on you, but you equally have to take a chance, and you've taken that chance, and that's what, that's, I guess, the, the point you have said, right, I'm going to do a podcast and i want to do this and this is who I'm going to interview. And I've listened to your podcast and there's loads of people that you talk to and they're giving great advice. So you need to, you have, you're in a very fortunate position that you can cherry pick the bits you want and the bits you don't need, but they're all chances. They're all, you know, that's, do you know what, does that make sense? Yeah. It's taking the best advice. Yeah. From all the people so that I Advice by. is not advice at all. Some of it is more confusing sometimes. But yeah. you that's the process. You have to you have to work that out for yourself. I can get you know, I'm, it's me not giving you advice, but it's you as a young entrepreneur setting up your stall. You have to understand what is good advice and what's not. And you'll make mistakes but that's what at the beginning of this that's what I said you'll make a mistake mm. that's the only way you're gonna learn and it's interesting so you talk about mark and I'm
0: wondering like if you and Rog should still had Bentley and Mark had that conversation mark never would have happened but what made you and Rog go actually yeah we can we, we can
1: we can find well, a place we, yeah so funny so mark had approached us at Bentley probably halfway into the, the stint at Bentley and um, I remember having a conversation with Roger at the time and going look I, I sort of get it. it it's really nice you know and I'm you know I'm flattered that he thinks it's a great idea but I don't want to I don't want that investment at the minute I want to carry on as we are I want to take that opportunity when it arises mm. if it arises it's not one of those opportunities you know like sometimes and some people could have said, there was a conversation at the beginning well I don't think that's the right you know he's saying that he wants to get involved now some people are saying get involved with him early on right but this is this whole point of we had a vision we knew what we wanted to do we try we were trying to do it ourselves right however unfortunately we six months later Bentley was closed and it was at that point that I looked at Roger and went Right, if we're going to carry the song, now is that opportunity, take that opportunity if he's still interested. Yeah. And there was a chance that he wouldn't have been interested. But that was the chance we took six months previous, right? So, and if he'd have said, no, sorry, that, that offer's not on the table anymore, that would have been it. That yeah. would have been... We said that would have been it, but, I mean, listening to you and Raj speak, yeah, like, yeah, there, there, would there would have, have
0: been it. this, but it would have happened some other time. I don't know. I don't,
1: no, I, genuinely and I, we've spoke about it offline I've spoke to many people about it offline in the summer last year and when I started to look onward and like create that I'd come to terms with B Road it was never going to open again in the same in the way that Roger Why? and I just because we, we couldn't find the right location we you know felt that we were after nine months we were losing that traction and like carbon the car community was moving in a different direction or quit moving away from us because you know you're easily forgotten right yeah we did pop-ups and bits and pieces and that was great but it was like right we i don't have a location are we yeah. like it's great that we're keeping in the public eye but like i need to go back to work i've got to earn money i i like I can't, i've got to mo- life has to move on right mm. so that was what happened that like life did move on i did start other stuff i did but do you know what it did do it refocuses so when the ability, when the opportunity for this came up and we were approached that something we'd looked at very early on when we were like well, literally in april we'd looked at this yeah. and then nothing happened till
0: and you will i mean if you if listen I'm back to this you will know why you picked this place you know yes, yeah, it's absolutely. all there
1: but, but i'm a great believer in everything happens for a reason So for me to go back to work and work and do whatever I did while I was not doing this and start onward and stuff like that, you know, getting getting in with the, you know, doing the Morgan thing and all that sort of stuff, that all happens for a reason. And sometimes, and I'd say it was a great thing that I went and did other stuff outside of B Road when it closed, because it made me focus on other stuff and re energized me to come back. So sometimes... Mine was a forced break, right? It, let's make no bones about it. We were told we had to leave Bentley. We had to go and find somewhere else. Don't think. Sometimes it's bad to have a stop. Right, which way am I going? What's where should my focus be? Where should my focus? You know, sometimes you have to, and that's where taking a holiday, taking a break. It doesn't have to be a long break like we had nine months or whatever it was or even it was almost 13 months by the time we reopened yeah. but what it has done is reinvigorated the you know the passion for what roger and i have got and even more so when you listen to the people coming in and the car clubs coming in the villagers coming in it just re-energizes you to so i don't mind doing nine hours a week i don't mind you know I need to have some time off at home because I live here now and I don't live here. I live, you know, an hour and a half away. So I need that ability to re-energize and take time out, etc. So, um, so yeah, so, um, yeah, we'll be, guess we'll just, you know, see where it, where it takes us. I mean, I can tell you that there is an appetite now to do this a few more times in a few more places. Replicating this idea and taking the the essence of yeah. what this is you know that plan was laid out the other day at our directors meeting it's like we've had you know let's not walk before we can run but we've now got this off the ground and the reception has been very good so if we were going to do this this is how we'd probably do it yeah so you've got to start somewhere right I'm not saying it's going to happen like oh next week we're going to announce it. that's not what I'm saying but there's that this is
0: and so, so, so in that case if I was to, we to summarize everything we have just talked about over the past six episodes like in in one sentence or less like what is your key takeaways and key things for people that do want to build a dream what would those key takeaways be
1: in a sentence <laughs> in a sentence no, no really in a sentence
0: I mean the sentence can be as long as it wants
1: but no I honestly have a dream don't give up keep going that's no. it it's that simple. If you've got a dream, don't give up on it and just keep going. Yeah, I guess the alternative's are a lot worse. 100% mate, 100%. That's it, okay, well done. Sweet.
0: Perfect. we're done. We're done. And there we go, that's the end for now of what has been an interesting and insightful look into the world of entrepreneurship. When I first approached Roger and Ed to record this, it was out of curiosity. My background was in hospitality and I did it for over six years. But what I learned from them has made me see it completely differently. They, they really care about everyone that walks through their front door. And so, if spaces like Caffeine and Machine are too far for you, but you want a community of like-minded individuals to meet, head over to the stack. You won't look back. And with that said, I'm Harry, and this is the Ignition Podcast. Thank you for listening. Oh, and I have a massive favour to ask. Over 80% of you that listen haven't hit that follow button yet. So if you're on this app, i just ask you to press that button. It makes it so much easier to get bigger and better guests. And I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys listening. And so thank you for that.